Mike, you think uh, you think Swiss Beats and Timbo are going to respond to your tweet? Oh, I can't hear you. For the audience, these fucking versus battles are trash. Argue with your mama. I have high expectations from my heroes, and to see my heroes washed up, not knowing how to ox in on the Insta, acting like they logged in from their Finsta, no, unacceptable. I expect more from you, but then again, after seeing Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys' blackboard when they uh, when they did their, uh, what was it, Stanford? Was it Harvard? Oh, yeah. It was fucking Harvard. I forgot about that. That was terrible. It was awful. I'm What's glad going you on? <laughs> What's going on, guys? How do you make so much money and make no fucking sense? That was really, what was it about? It was about power couples, right? I think it was about, like, goals. Who the fuck knows? Why did yeah. Harvard invite them? Yeah, it was about power couples, and that was funny, that blackboard. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. I'll never forget. Uh, holy. Those idiots. <laughs> <laughs> from Timbo or or Swizz or Teddy Riley for that matter. He definitely could have used my yeah. <laughs> my info. Your unsolicited advice? Yeah. Mm. You must be abreast of the Teddy Riley battle last night in the town. Of course, Babyface and Teddy Riley. I mean, I, was it Babyface or was it Teddy Riley that was having a cry mm. before the battle went forward about uh, wanting to get some sort of uh, some sort of residual or having It was some Teddy Riley. He, he wanted, he wanted to, to get paid it. for it. Yeah. I, I, I kind of understand. I know him. you do. <laughs> but, but no, because, because consider this. Consider that Instagram right now is milking the shit out of uh, these uh, music entities' uh, social currency. And it's because people have decided, have elected that, that Insta be the platform for these, for these events, you know, all of, that, um, all of that login time signifies Boku ad revenues. You know what I'm saying? So, in that regard, you yeah. said, is it Babyface or Teddy Riley? It was Teddy. It was Teddy. Yeah, Teddy is is right on the money, quite literally. You know what I mean? And uh, Well, I mean, half of it was that he has his own little platform that he's trying to push. Well, that was the thing, yeah. Because people got mad because they didn't see it as he's trying to... He, they didn't see it like Instagram is taking advantage of the situation. They saw it like Teddy Riley's trying to make money off people who are specifically broke right now because no one can work. Well, that's the thing. Is Did that they? That's what they said? That's yeah, well, because the idea it. is that this is for us for free as a thank you, and you guys, and now you don't want to do it for free. You want us to pay you for entertainment when you know that we're, like, ass out right now. Yeah. Ass down. So that was, that was why people were mad at Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley, I do understand for him, he has his own platform, and he's like, why should I monetize someone else's platform when I can monetize my own? People are so entitled, though. Like, this is for us as a thank you. Like, don't get me wrong. I get it. The, in your fandom, you feel entitled to uh, a piece of the people who you've financially backed over the years and that you've uh, allowed to uh, proliferate through your patronage. However, 
you're naive to think that somebody somewhere isn't getting paid off of all of this activity. And if the money isn't going into the artist's pockets, then always ask yourself, where is the money going? Yeah, no, that's true. And I mean, the entitlement for me, okay, whether or not you're, you agree with him wanting to monetize it, like, I think he's allowed to want to monetize it. I think you're allowed to not want to pay for it. So yeah. for me, I'm fine with either. He doesn't have to do anything for free. No, that's it. I'm Nobody fine. has to I do was, anything exactly, for free. Exactly. I have no issues with him wanting to monetize it. Me, it's hilarious that when, like, the sound starts going bad, like, not only are people not willing to pay for it, people aren't willing to be inconvenienced for 15 minutes without then shitting on these people like they're garbage and they wait wasted their time it's like you're at home making spaghetti like teddy riley did not waste your time like mm-hmm. teddy riley wasted his own time well, trying to entertain saying. your fucking entitled your sp- ass your spaghetti making ass <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that's what i was saying the whole time it's funny because teddy riley yeah. was trying to get like people to pay for it but he didn't know that he could give it to him for free and they'll steal shit <laughs> on it let alone pay for it. Like, they're not even going to wait around for it. Yeah, no. At this point, the entitlement with the, like, I'm going to call them the customers, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy the society we've created where people think, like, they are entitled to being entertained, clothed, fed, anything at so little of a margin of fucking profit. The, 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 the greatest new sneaker design belongs to Adidas, and that is the, um, the first iteration of the Ultra Boost. Ultra Boost. Ah, 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 oh, ah, shit. Ah, Top ah. of the hour. Uh, the report. What we're going to do here is I'm going to step away from the table and get a bunch of questions, put them in the bowl. I just then we're all going to pick one and answer. I was like, you guys entertain the people while... I'll do my best. A very special edition of Top of the Hour for this year's Rona Report. The dreaded Rona. Have you been cooped up, feeling confined, feeling like you're about to lose it all? Then why don't you write into us and tell us how we're coping? How do we deal? How do I deal? I don't even like motherfuckers in general. I've been social distancing before they called it social distancing. I believe they called it how how do you say como se dice just being an asshole. We have to go one at a time. So we got a we got a fresh batch from out the from out the zip. Let's go. Uh, let's go and see what the work looks like, huh? Uh, Mike, was the, was the expectation that we dip in ourselves, or were you gonna distribute the work? No, it's better that way. Right, no, we, already already took, we already took. We already took. That way we're social distancing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this yellow and white. Ah. Uh, the, the old egg. The old San Diego Padres. Burton, I'm going to suggest you read the question before to yourself. I, I get it. Before you read it to the. I get it. To the folks. Into my the mic. poor reading skills. Aww. You're not going to join us for uh, Joe Budden reading. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm a bad reader. I think I'm a little dyslexic. I think so, too. Uh, I'll go first because mine's pretty short. Do you think you have a sense of humor? Let me assure you that you do not. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, I kind of feel that way. I don't want to be uh, too high on my own shit. I used to think that I was funny when I was 10. I thought I was going <laughs> to be a stand-up comic. Oh. And it was a talent show at school, and I did it. And, man, did I suck. Like, I was terrible. Did you suck, or were they hating? No, no, no. That was, <laughs> that was bad. I'm not funny. I'm not a funny guy. Stand-up is a whole different thing than actually being conversationally funny, yeah, I find. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because some of the best stand-ups, I bet, aren't 
conversationally I mean, funny. Yeah. And some people are conversationally funny, and it's like, please, though, please do not do not attempt to stand there with a mic. Well, that's the thing, is that the greatest stand-ups are the ones that sound like they're conversational, but really they're just a bunch of nerds that rehearse their shit ad nauseum and make it sound like it's just the flow of their thoughts. And, hey, man, I just call them how I see them. <laughs> it's true, even though it's been, like, poured over in front of Amir. Mine's pretty quick. It's, uh, who's your most problematic fave? Oh. Well, I mean, there's my f- most problematic fave, and then there's my fave problematic. Oh. But I'll answer this question. It's probably... Mystical. Mm. <laughs> that's a, a good one. Answer, yeah. <laughs> that's a not. That's not bad. He's, he's, all he did was have anal with a sixty-year-old. Was Excuse it consenting? <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> the, what, uh, was it? Wasn't he accused of sexual of sexually assaulting an elderly woman? Uh, I, I heard know. he did some butt know. stuff with a lady who was sixty plus. <laughs> okay, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't look. I don't, I don't look too deep. I have not. I, I have not investigated the particulars. It's either that or Kodak Black. No, like Kodak Black. Okay. Oh, okay. Two fair enough. Fair answers. Okay, yeah. so these are these are your problematic faves. Or are these are my most problematic faves. faves. Now, who is your favorite problematic? <sighs> Dave Chappelle, maybe. He's not really problematic, though. He's pretty problematic. Is he? Yeah, he's pretty problematic. I, okay, I guess in in the uh, in the LGBTQ realm, he's uh, he's pretty problematic in in in, the, in those regards. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, the magic is that as soon as you're problematic about one thing, you're problematic. Problematic. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll always find other things. You can't just be problematic. But he has some in one women thing. stuff too. Like I'm not talking. I'm not saying he has. A misogynist, but I'm saying he has problematic women stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing, the Louis women, and saying like that's a weak spirit, shit yes, like that, and the yes. last spirit. That was that was problematic. Gullible. You're a custy. Get in line, chump. Stay six feet away from me before I put you six feet in. You dig? Uh-oh. Man, I told Markings this, but it was pretty wild that I, in my podcast list, in one of the first episodes, I said, you guys ready for the upcoming pandemic? And here it is. Was that was that before any mention of Corona in no, of course not. China? Oh, no, of course okay, not. you just knew. No, this is like okay. mid-January. Oh shit! Then yes, indeed, indeed, that was yeah, on its way. No, I know. I I remember seeing it in China, and being like, I'm being really naive right now. That I think that like yeah. in three months, like yeah, like when we watched them build that hospital in a week, we shouldn't like that was that was. When they locked down an entire fucking city, we were watching that's them when like, I oh, knew. look at them like, <laughs> look at them videotaping the weird, serene. It's like that's us. Like that's us. And why? Why did we not think? I don't know. I was just, I was just like in a daze. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't thinking that way, which was stupid. Well, I mean, as a society, we don't really think about pandemics and that kind of. 
like we think about hurricanes them. more than we think about pandemics. You know what I mean? Because even when I look back on the numbers for SARS and shit, like they weren't even that. Like they were pretty devastating. Well, like, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, like they were more devastating than the way we talked about SARS after SARS. Yeah, we talked after about it, we SARS. Like, forgot about it completely. You fucking stupid government! You scared us, and like five people died. Mm-hmm. We really, we really did it I think on purpose to like so after that no one took this shit serious like ever again sort of but it was stupid it was really stupid of us and whatever I mean what is more natural than fucking disease spreading in fucking enclosed spaces this has happened for millennia exactly why did we think it wasn't gonna happen and why do we continue to let the media tell us that this has never been seen before I know this is a lie that is made for you to just shut up and eat whatever they serve you yes we have seen this before we have seen economic downturns of a worse scale than this we have seen uh, a death by uh, by disease in a, on a worse scale than this it's happened before maybe not all at the same time like Rona is a is is like a, a combo of September 11th, the SARS crisis, and the uh, the economic recession of 2008. It's like all of that amplified uh, on the world stage as as designed by the architects of popular culture over the last 30 years. Yeah, but I mean, for me, there isn't that much of a media spin to it. For me, it's just it is what it is. Like this is happening. It was yeah. going to happen. We're dealing with it in the way that we would deal with it, which is flawed, but terribly. Yeah, extremely like slow in and, a mediocre fashion. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the mediocrity that we have been like conditioned to expect at this point. Britain, you just inspired me to coin the word mediocracy. We live in a mediocracy. This it's is a this true. is a laser term. <laughs> New lasers. Yeah, no, exactly. Like all of this is completely within what we would come to expect of how, like nothing is that weird about what's going on right now. That's what I don't understand that people are making up this like 5G shit and this like government conspiracy was built in a lab shit. It's like this has all happened before and will happen again. But let me expound on that. We live in a mediocracy. We live in a world that is designed for us to dole out mediocrity. All we do, all we are is mediocre. Everybody has a podcast, everybody's numbers are bunk. Everybody's a rapper, everybody's numbers are bunk. Everybody's a fashion designer. What, where the, what stores are you on? What shelves are you on? It's a mediocrity. Yeah, uh, it's not about numbers, it's yeah, about quality. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> the quality of these things Agreed. are bunk. Agreed. Yes. You're right for that. Yeah. I, that's what, that was my same distinction that I was going to say. I appreciate that. I got into the numbers tangent because I work in finance, and so I've just, I've just decided to own up to it. Now, here's the thing. Like, I future-proofed myself inadvertently just because I, I operate on a different type of time, and like, I'd, I already figured that for work-life balance, I needed to work from home. And then now that the world is caught up to the likes of me, now I'm thinking, well, how do I further future-proof myself so that when the next Rona hits, I don't get jammed up waiting for government handouts? And uh, for me, it's to, uh, it's to further uh, 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 deepen myself into the, uh, into the career that I never thought that I would have. I never thought that I'd work in finance. I got into through the back door, through my soft skills. I have a lot of soft skills, but now I need to develop the hard skills to be able to float. So you're saying you want to go, you're diving deeper. Yeah. This is something you're... Yeah. 
do you think your interest has grown or you just your practicality has grown? The practicality has made it that I'm that much more interested in it now than ever before. And I think that after having spent uh, a large part of my adult life uh, uh, dabbling in the arts and, uh, you know, f uh, uh, coming up with uh, philosophical justifications for, for, uh, for wanting to make a living off of leisure, at this point, there is no way to ensure my survival because I'm not making the volume like I'll get into it later but essentially you better know yourself eh like shit ain't sweet this ain't a, you're not gonna live the rags to riches story baby paw so you don't be mad UPS is hiring yeah certainly don't uh, don't live on a live on a on a dream <laughs> yeah don't yeah Still did not finish reading my question. Mm. I got it. I can. I can read through. Okay, this. go for it. Believe <laughs> in yourself. It. Why are we? Why are we instilling uh, doubt in in Britain's spirit? Because Britain it. once read a question and she butchered it to the point where I couldn't even fake edit it and fix it. Like I couldn't do. So you just had to arrow out and, and it just had to go on. Oh, where man. she went on for like a minute trying to like figure out this question. <laughs> It's also like it's hard to see the punctuation with the yellow and white. So. I think, no, I I think it. it's I also it. important to, to, to bring up to the audience, seeing as they're the ones who are sending, up, sending us the questions, quit sending the paragraph. <laughs> Save those for when you're in a fight with your ex-girlfriend. I disagree. They send whatever to... the fuck you want to send. Okay, yeah, fine. I mean, they tripped me up, but that's fine. Yeah, I, that's I your issue more than their <laughs> issue, the I think. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a you problem. Go ahead. Okay. Hey, let me tell you something. I started PayPal, or should I say I founded PayPal? Anyways. So Elon has written into us. <laughs> he's not PayPal. Oh, he is PayPal, yes, isn't he? Is he? He's sure, PayPal. That's how he got his start. Yeah, Elon, what? I had Elon, no idea. He's one of like three. Of that's great. <laughs> I love it. He's one of them. Yeah. Anyways, that prick stole the company from me. Maybe oh. this guy's talking about Oh, maybe he's uh, Elon's silent partner. <laughs> I, let's say, very unfortunately, have no proof. How do I get him back? Please don't tell me to suck it up. Oh, I would never tell you to suck it up because that's not how I believe. That is not. Uh, I would tell you to no. go and suck on Grimes' clitoris if you want to get back to Elon. That's what. I, that's what. I, that's my advice to you. Okay. Well. No, it's Spring's question. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> I would. Uh, yeah, certainly don't suck it up. How do you get back at the person who stole PayPal from you? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think... Elon is. He's like one of three. One of three. So this could be about Elon. This could be about Elon, or this okay. is Elon feeling some type of way about one of the other guys. Yeah, maybe he doesn't feel like his gain is just dues. Yeah. Okay. I'll say, do I say, okay, I'll say it's about Elon. Okay. Well, I don't know way. how to get to Elon, like, in terms of his actual, like... His you, person. Yeah, like, to because he's kind of like a dummy. Like, so much embarrassing shit has happened to him, and it's, it's like, it, you can't hurt him. You can't shame him. It feels like like he feels no shame is what I'm is what I'm getting at. So that's a tough one. I don't know how to shame him. Maybe the only thing I can think of is dick pics. That's the only thing I can think of. Like Some a, sort of revenge a porn. A doctored dick pic. <laughs> yeah. I would just never. Also, I would never suggest <laughs> to take a picture of someone's genitalia against their consent. Mm. Never would I tell anyone to do that. So how do you get but back to Elon? But in this case, okay. I think I would do it. Mm. 
that, so that just would, a dick pic, yeah? I think a dick pic would do it. Because there's you, no other way to shame him. He how has would you, no shame. I know exactly how you shame Elon. Okay, please. Let me break it down. What if he has, like, a fucking huge dick? Well, then you don't use the picture. <laughs> That's you what I'm saying. It, and you're like, well, I can't use this. But yeah. I don't think he does. But no, if Elon were, were packing that thing, I don't think that he would be with bony-ass Grimes. I think, that, uh, I think that he would have a reputation that precedes him. I think he'd probably be a lot less successful, to be honest with you. You think everything he did was to compensate for the smoke? Probably. I, yeah. I don't disagree. Yeah. yeah, he did go into cars and stuff, which yeah. is a telltale. Which he, is- he makes flamethrowers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Come on, guys. Yeah, exactly. That's some little dick shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I mean, the funny thing about this is like, I've been for the last two years feeling like the floor was gonna like drop at any moment. I don't know. I have this climate change thing. Like I just feel like we're headed. Like we don't live sustainably. Like this cannot keep going like this. We can't. It's like being in a house where you know your parents are like spending more money than's coming in. It's like shit's not gonna last. Like something's happening. So for me, I've been feeling this. So for this to hit, for me, feels like almost relaxing. Like I'm almost like, oh, okay. Like, like. It's happening. The proof is in the pudding. With three months of inactivity, the water is getting blue. The you know, the animals and uh, and wildlife are reclaiming spaces that have been occupied by humans. Like, what further evidence do you want that our activity is the direct cause of the environmental crisis that we are living in? So as long as we continue to promote these uh, these surface values that are. Uh, 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 Built on a lie and a sham and a hustle, and unless we we don't reclaim our individual and collective power, and we start, uh, you know, applying ourselves and, and electing our our voices, our figures, our heroes, and building our own LVMHs and our own sustainable practices, sustainable practice I, it's not an actual word. <laughs> but we're then we're never gonna make it, and we're gonna be we're gonna continue to be fucked in the game. We're gonna be custied out, and the water is gonna be brown, and there's nothing that you can say about it because you let yourself get custied out. Yeah, this is just, this is like a little bit of a test, like how, what's coming, like, like structures are going to break down in the future, and it's like, this is kind of what happens when structures break down, mm-hmm. and this is not the kind of structures that are going to be breaking down in the future, this is like, like food supply chains are going to start breaking down in the future and stuff, like, now it's like, it's dangerous to go to the grocery store, in the future it's going to be like, there's nothing in the grocery store, which is a much more terrifying reality than, yeah, but... It's a weird, I mean, I hope people, I hope this is, like, making people realize that, you know, things need to change. Like, things definitely need to change. Do you think it is? I think it was for the first 10 days. Everyone was like, we're never going back. Yeah. But, I don't know. I don't know. We're never going back. We're never going back to, to what it was before. No way. Which part of it? Are um, we leaving behind? Uh, we're leaving behind uh, the part where we're free. That's the part that we're leaving behind. We're but leaving were behind. We free? Like, here's the thing. Say what? Were we free though? Like, I don't. I well, think I that mean, there was a, a no less than now. I. That's what I feel like. Okay. I mean, okay. Like, if we're talking about like, like complete freedom outside of the confines of the uh, of the institution and the state no we were never free but there we ha- we had a certain freedom of movement we had a freedom to congregate we had a freedom to party we had a freedom to to be out and about we had like i what was that what was that uh, what was that motherfucker's name pochi who's like hey even after the rona don't be shaking hands like they're trying to eliminate the very the very the nonverbal practices with that we use in order to communicate and bond 
Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, they're trying Who's to. Who's they? Who is they? Yeah. Well, you tell me. No, I just mean like if we stop shaking hands, that's because we become more aware of germs and we're like more scared of that. It's just that's not like it's not a, a matter there's of not a structure changing you that. You got that's it, just, but it's not a matter of awareness. It's a matter of fear. People are trying to people at the top. I'm talking about government officials. I'm talking about the media industry complex that propagates their messages. They're the ones that are in the business of population control. So what they want is for people to stop congregating, to stop, like, no, you guys are going to make me go into my podcast notes. Okay, no, we don't have to right now. All right, let me, let me, let me hold off the click because I I, I came with the blickers fully loaded. All right, I'm going to get the clicking and clacking. I know exactly how you get to Elon. Elon is a car guy. Elon True. likes to think that he's a man of integrity. So what you do is you give him the Volkswagen treatment, find out that there are unhealthy carbon emissions coming out of Teslas, shut him the fuck down. Potty done. Well, that's, that's what you true. get for stiffing a man out of PayPal. Eco-terrorism him. Type of thing. I don't know if he he would be like, oh, I don't care. He's Create a conspiracy stating that Tesla is responsible for the Rona. He wouldn't care about that either. Oof. I think he would only care about Tiny Dick. Yeah, you have to know. talk. You have to think about who thinks he's cool, and who that's that's how you get people. It's not how you embarrass them. It's how you get the people who think they're cool. Hey, to you ever turn think that baby penises are gonna ever be cool? You think that baby dicks <laughs> are ever gonna have a moment in the media? It's like there are certain people who could historically survive. they've had moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I'll be sure made the unibrow have a moment for like you like yeah. who popularized the baby dick? like in uh, the statue of David and stuff. Yeah, well, like when you see Greek yeah. and like Roman statues, they all have tiny ass dicks. Uh-huh. That's because they thought large dicks were unseemly. Yeah, un- like unelegant. Like they primitive. Put smaller dicks on those people than yeah. they had actually. Yeah, it was so. like an aesthetic choice. Like, yeah. look at this. Look at this beautiful little dick. What if they did that? What if they did that to, to David, though? What if David had started PayPal and then he stole it and sold it to a man? He's like, you know what? Fuck you, David. I'm going to put a micro peen on the statue. And David was like, do it, man. He's like, I don't care. My, my girthy meat will withstand your stone. It'll withstand time. <laughs> That's it. They'll be staring at my tiny dick for centuries. Millennia. So, yeah. If you know, you I, know. It goes against all my ethics, but that's what I would do. Okay, cool. I say, put a bomb in his car. Kill him. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. That works also. They that say revenge also. is a dish best served cold, <laughs> yes. so, yeah. Flame. Yeah, put him in the bag. He's about to be a father, but fuck that guy. Put him in the bag. Is that dirt. true? You know Grimes is oh, super yeah. pregnant. Just make sure the wife and kids Are aren't nowhere. in the car. <laughs> a higher level management at Tesla, if they're in it. Oh, you know two collateral. birds with one stone? You make it you make it that Tesla somehow misfired and killed him. So then oh, you bring down Tesla. And, no one wants Teslas and anymore. Kill him. And kill him. 
then he goes down as a hero. He's like, here's this no, he goes down shining again. example of a man, an entrepreneur, who went and created something that the world needed, electric vehicles and sustainable housing and electricity. And then he just he died trying to pursue the ability. They, they, no, that's hubris. They canonize that's hubris. him. They canonize him. They turn him into, into actual Nikola Tesla. Hey, the guy who started Segway died because he rode his Segway off a cliff. You know what I mean? He's not a hero. Was he a, was he a guy <laughs> no, or was he a lemming? people like that. Was yeah. he? No, he was a dude. He was a dude. Yeah, no, people legs. don't like failure. If you're trying to do something and you fail at it, people are like, disgusting. Disgusting. That's true. How dare you try? Oh, yeah, exactly. How dare you? No, people hate that. Special. They think they're better than you suddenly. Yeah. Even though you did something they could never do mm-hmm. and it failed, suddenly yeah, yeah. even a trying it is more embarrassing. Exactly. Ta-ha, you thought you had it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you thought that was it. It's the LeBron MJ shit, you know what I mean? Like LeBron got to the finals way more than fucking Michael Jordan did, but he lost a lot. And so that's he, more embarrassing than had he not even gotten there exactly. at all. Yeah. No, that's what people do to you. We really don't like people who fail. Shame. So does that mean that LeBron is the GOAT? Because let's let's strip away know. let's strip away his losses in finals. Because to get to the finals in the first place, that means that you won at the right moments. Right? So if Michael never made it or didn't make it to the finals as often as LeBron did, does that not mean that the teams were more solid and he was a better player? And the guy know. who got there less often, but won more often than not when he got there. Only one. Only one. He never Only lost one. a yeah. Michael Bulls never lost a final? No. No. But they lost a they lost a conference final. Uh not when he was there. Mm. Well, I mean he was there, but he had come back at the end of that yeah, season or some shit. Yeah, so every year that he ever played in the NBA, they made it to the finals and he won? No, 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 no. Okay, no. there's a He button. didn't it was the last uh, six years of him on Chicago that they went to the finals. So before that, he before that, he never made it. That's it. They never made it. You never made it to the playoffs. No, I made it to the playoffs. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like so, first yeah. round exit, though, most of the time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like if you're not if you, if you don't even have the in your in your in your your youth, right? Because like he comes in in eighty in eighty four. Eighty four, yeah. Yeah, and so like that stretch in the eighties, he kind of does bupkis, but he has like this potential. I guess Michael Jordan is the go to 84, huh? <laughs> uh, we need to get our podcast lists off. All right. Okay. You want to set it off? Fearless leader? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, I wrote this way fucking earlier on, so it doesn't make sense no more. But one good thing about coronavirus is I don't have to shake anyone's hand. <laughs> that still makes sense. Why wouldn't that make sense? Well, because now I'm not really doing anything. Why would I ever shake anyone's hand? No, I'm not. Yeah. No, 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 I'm at home. Yeah, but you Whose might never shake shaking? hands again. Yeah, but... <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> that's one good thing about coronavirus. All right. Uh, vid episode. Yeah. This is the exact kind of scenario why you should know how to cut your own fucking hair. <laughs> is this 100%? I mean, I've been lining myself up, and I don't look like DJ Khaled. Uh, there you go. Looking like an, yeah. an Emir employee. Ugh, they did him dirty. Imagine this shit was way worse and you had to be confined with the people you were with when you found out about COVID-19. 
I like think they, was... you got locked down right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't terrible. know where I was when I first heard about it. But... Where were you when you first heard about the Rona? No, I was probably on my couch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think it would have affected me that badly. But yeah, imagine you were in like, the office or something. You yeah, have to like, exactly. sit at all the people. Ugh, imagine terrible. you were in a bus. And you found out and they walked down the bus and the bus was packed. That's like what happened to those NBA players. They ended up locked down for like a night together. Mm-hmm. Tore them apart. <laughs> uh, that was a fantastic uh, song selection, Mike. Are you feeling nostalgic for the days of Dutty Rock? It is a great album. This is 100% true. These are big facts. Big, big facts. Not sa- not Snapple facts, Encyclopedia Britannica facts. You know me, man. I'm not nostalgic. But you I are, I just like though. quality. You Okay, okay, okay. I'm a man who That's enjoys a good frame. quality. That's a, good frame. That's a good frame for your nostalgia. Quality is timeless. It's not the, exactly. doesn't matter that if it came out last week or if it came out 50 years ago. If it's It could come out later today. Yeah, if it's the jumbo crack, if it's the big dope, then you fuck with it. Straight up. Mm. That's it. Yeah, well, that's, that's I, it. I'm going to steal that spin and use it to justify my own nostalgia. <laughs> hey, I'm not nostalgic. I'm just a fan of quality. Well, it's true. If it's true. But you it know is what I mean? It is true. Because, no, I don't know. Because well, you'll say something. You'll like talk to someone who's into nostalgia and they're nostalgic for terrible things. Like if you're nostalgic for children's entertainment, like that's not quality because it's kid stuff. <laughs> It's quality kid stuff. I will exactly. <laughs> I, I will. I, I will argue that to produce high quality children's material is the biggest challenge of them all because you have to have such a mastery of the subject at hand that you have to be able to break it down so that a child could understand it. So your degree of understanding has to be so vastly superior that the way that you distill these complex affairs to the point where a child can get it makes you a G amongst Gs, a Don amongst Dons. That's Mr. Rogers, for yeah, example. Yeah, but I mean, most children's entertainment isn't made with the goal of breaking down adult themes for children. They're just made with the goal of entertaining children. With themes that are simple. Yeah. Well, like yeah. whatever they like. Unless unless you're the Ninja Turtles, in which case your goal is to sell action figures. And so you have a rollout <laughs> plan, and that's a different matter altogether. Uh, where we at? Oh, this one isn't related, but I just was curious. Would you rather be better looking than everyone who has a resemblance to you? So they're like, oh, you look like this person, and you're always better looking than that person? Or would you rather be a worse looking version of someone really good looking? And they're like, oh, you look like this person, and it's one of the best-looking people in yeah. the world, but you're inferior. But you're way inferior. <laughs> oh, way inferior? Yeah, you're clearly, like, worse-looking than this person. I would still pick that one. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, man, that says a lot. <laughs> nah, see, I would go the other way around. Yeah, I'd me rather too, be, I I'd rather be the number one. <laughs> yeah, of course. As like, opposed to just, as to just vaguely good-looking adjacent. Yeah, but what if they're like, oh, you look like Danny DeVito, but you look better than Danny DeVito? I'd rather look worse than fucking Tom Cruise than better than Danny DeVito. 
Yeah, but what if they say someone who's good-looking instead? No, I thought the whole point was it has to be you look like someone bad-looking but better. No, than would them. you rather be better-looking than everyone who has a resemblance to you? Oh, so sorry. they like, anytime they say it, you're always better-looking. Because people always get it wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What's happened to me where I was the better-looking resemblance to a to a person? And Who's yeah. the person? Uh, I don't remember. Hmm. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can bleep everything out, right? <laughs> Who's scared? I genuinely don't remember. And uh, I, mean, I, I just remember that it, that it gassed me up. But what, they said, they specifically said, but you're better looking? Yeah, you uh. look like this producer guy, but you're way better looking. Uh. I was like, why, thank you. All right, this is my last one. Uh, in post-apocalyptic movies, they always have that part where they discover some sort of media from the past and they get, like, a little idea of what went down. So let's imagine this ends up really bad, all right? Shuts down society. Someone finds this episode, and that's where they get that little small piece of what happened, what went down. Let's explain that right now, but we each do one sentence at a time. Okay, I get it. So we're explaining Rona one sentence. But for when this is found in the post-apocalyptic future. Okay, so sort of a time capsule situation. Exactly, pretty much. Okay. So let's do it uh, uh, clockwise. Mike set it off. Britt, you're the meat of it, and I'll anchor it. Okay. Uh, in 2019, uh, a flu-like virus was popped up in Wuhan, China. Oh, okay. And then uh, Italian people traveled to China. The virus subsequently propagated throughout the world, causing a global pandemic that shut down the economy in a way that hadn't been seen in almost 100 years. Yes. The president of the United States, Donald Trump, ranted so, so passionately about it on Fox News that his head exploded on live television. It was streamed across the world over and over. They couldn't get enough of it. And then against protocol, instead of the vice president taking it, his daughter took it. And then Ivanka Trump. Is that right? Yeah, that's her name. Not Ivana Trump. Uh, took power. After Ivanka completed her second term, <laughs> another disease grappled and crippled the world, sending it into a spiral toward the doom and pandemonium in which you find this episode. It was called the Batman. That's the name of the disease? That's right. Somebody then this, this episode was found by a group of orphaned children amongst the rubble, and they re-recorded it. And that's this. <laughs> so that's this. <laughs> that's this. Is there... No, I think that's the okay, story. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the I story. thought that's this. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Good story, guys. Okay. 
I coined another phrase, and both of these might have already existed, uh, and it's uh, Blacklash. Like, um, I've been watching Black as Fuck, because, because, uh, because why, why not? Why are you doing that? Why, why are you doing that? She put that on the other day. And why like, wouldn't I? Why are we putting this on? Well, I thought that the greatest comment on the, on Black as Fuck and uh, Kenya Harris is that Kenya Harris makes black shit for white people. Yeah. Which That's I, why I put it on. <laughs> I feel like there's just such a different conversation amongst black Canadians and black Americans and that's what I think is funny like I've been seeing obviously a lot of black Canadians talk about this and it feels like it's a different conversation than the ones black Americans have of course and people don't sometimes I feel like people don't realize that these are different experiences and different conversations to be had Canadians don't realize Well, I think black Americans don't think about it at all. Exactly. That's it. And black Canadians don't realize that their experience is very different than the black American experience. They don't realize that they're actually culturally appropriating black American struggle. No, they don't. Well, black American They're not ready for that talk. They're not ready for that talk. It's not about struggle. It's about culture, just in general. Okay, as well. The reason that I brought it up is because in one episode uh, of of Black as Fuck, Everybody's afraid to tell him what they really think about his material, and there's this uh, there's this movement which is support everything, support everyone black. But what happens is that first of all, anybody who's not black does not engage, is afraid to engage because they fear the blacklash, and black people will not be uh, critical of their own because that means that you're not down for the cause. But what happens is that you get plunged into the mediocrity of everything, and Black art becomes expendable and and bullshit because nobody has the heart to step to the black creator and be like, "Yo, level up! You could do better than this. This is this isn't it." You know. Well, what I, mean? I think just amongst I agree. Like, but this goes back to a conversation we had a few months ago when we talked about nepotism, uh-huh. and I remember saying, "I believe in the best man for the job." And then I thought back, and I was no, like, that's "That could sound weird. That could sound like almost like like I believe meritocracy. Yeah, meritocracy or some sort of like get rid of affirmative action. And so like you have to make room for people who have not been able to participate. So, but I do believe that you cannot just let. And certainly within a community, you should, yes, hold people to high standards of work and talent and stuff because that is the best way to create good stuff. And I, I, you know why? I well, I don't understand because you do believe in this idea of like capitalist nepotism. Yeah, that's it. So, so was, this is that put into action. But there has to be, but by the same token, on one end of things, yes, yes, empowerment uh, and, uh, and uh, group economics and, uh, yeah, positioning yourself to be able to position others and exercising that to, to and exercising preferential treatment uh, maybe regardless of, because on one end of things, I believe in that, but on the other end of things, I firmly believe in meritocracy because nobody wants to be a fucking diversity hire. Nobody wants to feel like, oh, I only got into the room because I'm black, because I'm gay, because I'm a girl, because I'm marginalized in uh, an arbitrary reason. Well, in that's an arbitrary not true. Fashion or that's another. not true. I don't it's wanna... not that like you don't want to feel that way, but there's a lot of people who, when I they get into be... places that yeah. they've never been allowed to get into, they're not really worried about how I got here. It's like, I fucking got here. Yeah, it is such it's like, a I'm gonna take it. nuanced conversation because... Getting there is only part of it because yeah. it's about staying there in the end. So if you exercise nepotism with the right people and those people, through, the, through the, the, their merit, stay, then it's worthy. Then, it's, then I'm with it. Then I, I didn't expect Ivanka to... 
I was gonna go in a sexual direction after you're like, and she took it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I bet she did. But you, you I kept it. Yourself. I keep it PG-13 for the okay, future. Okay, cool. Yeah. I might chop this in. Who's <laughs> <laughs> scared? Britton, you uh, you wanna get your notes off? Oh, I don't have any. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so I'm a, I'm gonna get these notes off. I came I came through with the full the, with the banana clip. I'm I thought I feel like we already banana clipped. Yeah. Oh no no no! I keep dumping, baby. <laughs> I got the unlimited ammo cheat code, baby. Shit. I'm so scared. <laughs> if yeah. I learned anything from the great lockdown, it's that paper bosses fold. I don't want to hear anybody pretend that they're bossed up. If your business can get Thanos from one day to the next, entrepreneurship is not easy. So respect the work. While you're at it, quit looking down at people who are gainfully employed. You're not Dame Dash, and if you were, Lee Daniels would still owe you money. Yeah, that one's clean. <laughs> There's nothing, so far, so good. nothing so crazy so in there. I like that one. No, it's, it's true. I'm going to enjoy it's, watching it's, businesses fall apart. It's, it's <laughs> the truth. I mean, look, how many, like, how many people are, have been fronting in our fucking faces acting like, uh, like they're like, you know, like it's rise and grind and it's this, that, and a third. And then yeah, yeah. you miss one payment, one net 30, and you're all, and you're all shook up. You're mm -hmm. a liar. You're a fucking charlatan. There's Paper a lot of liars out there. There's a Paper lot of liars out there. And I'm yeah. seeing a bunch of origami out in these streets. <laughs> oh, my nice. God. Nice. I read all manner of Rona conspiracy theories. 5G, we got it from the bats. They tainted the elite's drinking blood supply, using the Rona as a cover for the trial of high-ranking pedos. You name it. The one I believe in is that the economic shutdown is a declaration of war against a small business owner. There are too many of us living off of the gig and sharing economy. No government wants people to be too autonomous. They need to control the population to ensure their own survival. You don't need to stay woke if you can see it in your sleep. This is like the yin to the other one's yang. Yeah, but <laughs> that's it. I thought because you're pro being your own boss yeah. and the Dame Dash thing. But now you're mad at, but then, so now you're but saying. But I'm anti-frontin-ass motherfuckers. Okay, fine. Okay, that's a through line. But I, I'm, I just disagree. The gig economy benefits uh, the elite and stuff, and I think that's why we're seeing so no, much of it. No, the, the gig and the sharing economy benefited the small, the little people. The little people were able to get up where the big ones were because they were able to not have to take the nine to five, not have to depend on government handout. People were building their own communities, their own well, societies. Not if we're talking about the gig economy. Uber still owns your ass. You just don't get benefits. That's the whole gig economy. Like well, you're not yeah, but that's a, Uber, a small but businessman. Can, a small business person, Uber was once a small business and that's an Airbnb was a, once was once a small business. We look at these as icons of the gig and the sharing economy. No, but, but the gig economy are the people hosting on Airbnb and driving Ubers. That's a gig economy. They're the drones. Yeah, and they're <laughs> getting fucked either way. They are, they have no fucking power either way. Oh, that depends on how they use it, right? Because people who are using it as their sole means of income have missed the point altogether. It's the fact that people were able to start their own businesses at, in, at record pace in myriad industries. All of that got shut down in one fell swoop, and you don't even get a say in that. So it's a lie for you to propagate your lifestyle that's based on, on, on something so frail that you could lose it 
at the drop of a dime. It takes a lot to be a boss, a real boss, a real boss that it has uh, the, the livelihoods of, of dozens and, and, and hundreds of people on their conscience every day. You don't really know that. You're not really about that. So stop with your front and ass. If you're really about, like, if you're going to say that you're an entrepreneur, you're going to say that you're a person of business, then, yo, you'd better be solid. Because all of this shit is bugaga. It's all fuge. Yeah, a lie. I allow me to I just don't get communist for a second. Go. It was get ready for a comrade. The victim before in the gig economy, and the victim now is was always just the simple worker. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I'm just saying the gig economy didn't make entrepreneurs. It made worker bees without any fucking yes. any any safety net, which is the social contract or, that if you work, you're entitled to a safety net. Uh, but I agree. But entrepreneurs should have been able to like weather this because the whole idea is that you have your own shit going. I mean, you can't weather it. We were treated like side bitches. That's yeah. that's all it was. But that's the what gig the, economy treats you like a side bitch. But the gig economy is a side bitch. That's the whole point because I would I would meet Uber drivers that were already made, that were already minted, or that have regular, consistent income that used it as supplementary. And that's the whole point. Yeah, but you're not supposed to be need a supplementary income if you listen. If you want to if you want to get rich and you want to work seventy hours a week and you want to. Uh, Apply your Uber money to your next business by all means. That's right. That's there a real rise working, and grind. Yeah, completely. I completely agree. But there are people who are working nine to five who are being fucked and can't afford basic living who have to go Uber after their nine yeah. to five job just to meet, make their rent. And that's because we're getting fucked over by systems that are outside of our control. That's the people I'm talking about. If you want to work hard and start a business and on the side, like by all means, by all means. But that's not the average gig worker. No, I don't I, know. I kind of think that that's what we're doing with uh, with these uh, with these fat with these fights for equality and not for equity. Uh, I, I saw I saw one of these things uh, circulate on social media. Uh, it's just like it's a classic uh, it's a classic figure. Equality is uh, three people of deferring heights all standing on the same size soapbox. Equity is the people who are shorter standing on a taller box, and the people who are taller standing on a shorter box, so that they can all see at eye level over the fence. That's equity. Yeah. So, uh, so a woman, a queer person, a person of color who's shut out of white circles, uh, or, or if the global marketplace has allowed for uh, the proliferation of white mediocrity, rather than say, I should be allowed to make mediocrity too, rather you should say, I will go and build my own and have it be the highest quality to compete with the very best, no matter their, their hue or their creed. And then I'm going to do the same for people like me who weren't able to do it and then you have equity. I just don't think they should have to go make it on their own. I think they should be given all the same opportunities the white people have been given, the same funding, the same access to government grants, the same. That's what I'm I'm just worried that people aren't getting the chance to make it, but once they do make it, you have to make it for real. Like you that's my whole, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like these are just two different conversations. Yeah, that's it, but there's like the so idea of like bad fucking content that that goes across Everything. That is society. That yeah. is humanity. That's not a racial fucking no, thing. No, of course not. I just don't want people f- to be held to standards that other people aren't held to. Like, well, that's what that would be because it crosses all lines. Exactly. Well, 
black people making something mediocre doesn't stop white people. Like, white people are going to keep me- making mediocre shit. And then are you just policing black mediocre shit? That's, like, ridiculous. Yeah. That's it. Who's policing white mediocre shit? Who's, like, stopping that from getting through the door? But everyone wants to watch when black people make something mediocre. Yes, that's, like, a ridiculous idea, too. If I allow myself to put myself in the shoes of a, of a black creative... But I don't know if that's and that's the thing. Can't you can't ask me instead? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> I'm a it. black creative. Okay, okay. So let me ask you: What's your stance on recognition from the white institution? Do you believe that the white institution, like the Grammys or mm-hmm. the the Oscars, uh, have an obligation to recognize the work of you and your kin, or? Do you believe that there can one day be a black institution that is on par or the, basically the real Grammys or the real Oscars? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's a hard question because I just don't care about those kinds of things. But in general, it's like if the Grammys is purporting to be recognizing the best in music, then to not include anyone who's not white that makes no sense that's just like you know what i mean it's like what's your goal here is your goal to point out the best in white music yeah and then people say oh well they can't it's so white that they can't even judge black music so that's why it keeps getting or any yeah well that's not complicated well, that's, I don't just think get that's more black people exactly but, that's, but what if those black people aren't even qualified to, to judge black music like that's yeah the well thing. the white people aren't qualified to judge so white music the white <laughs> it's all the same the white it's institutions all, exactly. have, hold on the white institutions have demonstrated in practice that they are out of touch that they do not know talent that they do not know quality if it came and bit them on their tiny white penis bro Black Sabbath won a rock record of the year in like 2018 you know what I mean? Like they're out of touch in general. So why do we? So why do black people like they can't get so rock why do, right? Why do why do non-whites continue to seek the validation of these institutions when they have demonstrated time and again that they are not, in fact, choosing the best in anything? Because some things mean something to some people. You know so what that's I mean? like, why I, I can't. A question, and that's why I wanted like to. We all care about. That's why I wanted to shit. conduct the exercise by putting myself in the shoes before. Because while I will never understand what it means to be black for my skin will never be black, I can definitely put myself in the position of somebody who's been oppressed, somebody whose people has been historically looked down upon, somebody who has a a responsibility to excel and a belief in themselves that stems from that oppression and that suffering that, in fact, everything that has been told to me and my people about me and my people is wrong and we're actually the 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 the, 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 the ones the ones to inherit the earth. You did what I'm saying. If I put myself in those shoes, I say fuck the Grammys. I say fuck the Oscars. I say fuck LVMH. I say uh, I, I say you know go go talk to Russell Simmons. I say go talk to Jerry Lorenzo. I say go talk to go talk to to you know canonize your own. Give give your own their flowers while they could still smell. Like anoint them people have the power to anoint so if you continue to anoint the white institutions and you continue to give credence to institutions that have lost their credence long time and are not bound to get it anytime soon then fucking give them the death blow and just and opt out fuck them fuck them because they obviously don't know what's what and people will obviously gravitate towards what's black anyways 
because they just go people will just go where the dope is there are people who are not black who just know what's dope and they'll get it where it wherever it comes and yeah Yeah, i don't know it's it's not like to me it's just not that deep it's either something that you care about or something you don't care about okay and it's like it's all what it signifies is a bigger fucking check and that's what's fucking important yeah but that's true that's would true. you prefer the bigger check? I see. Like I think you would. Ray Dalio, the author of Principles, did a study of six major empires chronicling their rises and falls in a self-published paper called The Changing World Order. To paraphrase, the American Empire is currently in its Caligula stage. When society reaches a collective state of enlightenment where it, its needs are so met that people no longer enforce a sense of work ethic to their project and are lost in the pursuit of leisure, it is bound to suffer the inevitable consequences. How do we survive 2020? Sacrifice your entitled sense of always getting what you want and focus on what you need. What we all need to do is get the fuck off the internet, apply ourselves in real life, and restore the balance by future-proofing ourselves. We can do it, but only if we want to that. For me, the internet is real life at this point. This idea is not. It's not. It's not. It never was. My whole business is the internet. My, I literally, my business lives on the internet. Like I don't. It's that's not the business. It is. That's the future. The business, like the internet, is real life. I'm so sick of this idea that what's said on the internet, like, like if someone shits on me on Twitter when I see them in real life, I'm not supposed to be mad because that was like not real life. It's like the internet is real life. I need people to understand that the internet is real fucking life. The internet does not inform real life real life informs the internet if you smack a motherfucker in his moat in real life he's not gonna take to the fucking twitter device to run their mouth oh he still might yeah oh he might could but he's gonna catch it when you see him and he can't say oh well it was just the internet exactly that i was gonna put the paws on you off rip yeah that's my point just stop acting like these things are two separate things we are so connected the internet is here forever it's never going anywhere and like, so the idea, get off the internet, get off, if you, social media, fine, if you're talking about being petty on social media and being dumb and taking other people's opinions, yes, social media is its own thing, but the internet is it's as bigger. real okay. as I agree. everything. I agree. When I say get the fuck off the internet, I, I mean get the fuck off of social media, because you're just making these megaliths even bigger by continuing to feed their advertising revenue system, and they're all making money off of your stupid head, and you're not doing anything in the real world to cement yourself. I hope that you find other streams of income that are not dependent on the internet, Britain, because your business is not going to survive if it is dependent on any one platform. Well, it's not a one platform. It's like, I don't know. If, if, if e commerce like, literally connects the world together. I mean, if internet but goes it down, be disconnected. everyone goes down. Yeah, but like, that's the thing. Life like goes giant on. corporations are going down if the internet goes everything, down. Like aviation, everything goes down. Like I'm not talking about even people. Like everyone depends on the internet for everything. Finance goes down if the internet goes down. Everything goes yeah. down. Banking, yeah. everything's over if the internet gets unplugged. So I'm not so worried about my like. Well, obviously, yes, life goes on, and we're gonna we'd keep going. We'd still you be adapt. making bread, and we'd still be eating vegetables, and like surviving and shitting in fucking toilets and stuff. But like life as we know it is over. So I'm not gonna. I mean, yeah, I mean, for me, like, with all these talks about the female president in the States and stuff, and, like, naturally, I could not summon an ounce of care about whether or not we were going to have a fucking woman president in the States. Like, I truly did not give a shit. I was like, who is the best for women? But I don't give it, like, women 
black people, Latinos at the fucking border, Latinos in general, black people in general, diaspora people, fucking gay people, trans people. Like, it's like, who's literally talking about all this shit that we need to address? And if it's not a woman, like, if it is a woman, I don't give a shit. I truly do not give a shit. So the idea that you're best served by the person that looks like you, I I really hope people stop thinking along those lines well I mean it's like one of those things that you find out when you just move a little higher like once you get a little higher you find out that there is no fucking like solidarity no <laughs> like, every, it people exist. will sell you out everyone, in a second everyone will sell you out flash at the drop of a dime because there is no loyalty no no loyalty is to money people have loyalty to money and their best fucking economic interests hey, people are just loyal 100%. to their own asses I just mentioned the anti-blackness because something Mike has brought to my attention sometimes is like this idea that yes when we talk about non like there's the idea white people do this shit that's whatever it is and then if you talk about what non-white people are doing you essentially end up talking about what black people are doing and there is a hyper focus on how black people behave or Mm. like things like that when it's first of all it's one of many people who are non-white and second of all yeah yeah, there's sometimes a hyper focus on what black people are doing as if they're supposed to be exemplary like they're they're held to a standard sometimes yes or a hyper focus that is like yeah but my focus is not just on other people it's also it's also uh women and 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 any it's 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 uh people on the uh the, the trans people people on the on on the on the the sexuality spectrum like anybody who's uh who's an activist in in the cause of identity politics these these uh these squabbles over the last five years have created so much division amongst people and have muddied the waters of clear communication that people are afraid to speak truth i don't know i feel like there's more clear communication now than ever yeah and some people just don't like hearing it <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah we're actually talking about these things that yeah we never, we talked, never about talked about before. any other shit before no it's i don't true. yeah i don't disagree I, I agree with that you're right but i don't like talking about it because i don't want to say the wrong thing and first of all be point. hurtful or second of all get dragged it's true no, i don't want you to... don't want the black lash you don't want the gay I'm not lash gonna, but that's, what, that's what i mean by want... calling it the black lash that's exactly what i mean it's just it's not black it's anything it's 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 anything that's well, non-white it's heteronormative no it's very specific it's it's uh it's black people bullying non-black no. people in See, public spaces that. no that's yeah. just, no oh, you don't believe that you, you you haven't seen it happen it happens with everyone it happens with literally every group yeah, of people it's, okay. if you're not white heteronormative you say stupid shit sometimes and you get called out for it and sometimes yes the call out is worse than maybe what you said or it, things can go too far yes but it's not black specific that's it mm, okay Okay. No, I'm just like you could go on. It's the Twitter that you follow. <laughs> it's that, <laughs> you know I mean? that's, that's where it. that's where you you might be right because yeah. because I follow a lot of black people. On yeah, Twitter. I'm on like black Twitter a little yeah. bit. Yes, I yeah, follow I'm, a little of everything, so I get and it I see from it go to, I everybody. See, but I see it disproportionately. But you might be right, Mike. It might be uh, the product of the echo chamber because yeah, absolutely, white people are talking shit all the time. Say way worse shit than anything a black person has said. Uh, as an institution done things that are infinitely worse than exactly, that's anybody else white done, lash so. is just being in jail and shit instead of getting dragged yeah. on twitter some people don't even know how to plant a carrot some people don't know how to install a toilet bowl people are living a fantasy illusion a lie it's a lie yeah well I mean to me the problem is so much worse than that cause it's 
But what is it? It's what is not. The it's like what social media has done to us at our core is like, I don't know, like that we need immediate satisfaction like like over and over and over it's just this yeah, we can't boost. be satiated yeah we can't be satiated like if you turn it off that's 50% of the population is like losing their shit that's my point they literally won't know how to live the- well like we can't even quarantine with internet like people need so much stimulation that they can't even just sit in their own homes anymore they think they need it but they don't well no they do at this point it's like they a drug don't. addict that's the thing They're they need to be weaned off people of it. They, they need to get the fuck off of it I don't know what the methadone for internet is I don't know what it is but I know that it's too much and I know that people are victims of it. You see it every day and I fell victim to it. But I made a decision to pull myself. I did the impossible. I unfollowed like, that's everybody. That's why you're so passionate. I did the you're impossible. Like a new convert. Yeah. I unfollowed convert. everybody on my Instagram. You've only dreamed of being able to do this. You wish you you're could. You're gonna go back on. Maybe. But fine, but you're being realistic then. And well, in I the same re- no, 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 I, I wait. In the same token, you're saying I'm gonna start concentrating on finance. I don't want a necessary. Uh, I don't necessarily want a job in the arts. Okay. And so you can get off Instagram. But if you do want a job in the arts, you can't get off Instagram. People who are amazing at the arts, some of them are not even on social media. Yeah, of some course, of them but they don't. Be found perhaps they did yeah but, that's true too but what what did we lose when we became internet dependent what do i mean by the mindless pursuit of leisure what do i mean when i talk about ray dalio saying that we've stopped instilling a sense of work ethic we started believing that we could live off of our craft off of our passion alone it used to be that you would grind like grind for real like yeah, you keep like, even after you get on you still keep like people who keep their job after they win the lotto that's having instilled a sense of work ethic that's knowing when to make the leap it's being patient we are too keen on go ahead no 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 no. it's just like i feel like everyone who really does succeed is grinding in the same kind of fashion well, i think they're grinding in a different fashion but no, to i just the same mean degree. to the same like extent yeah it's just you're yeah, I mean, they're doing different things. I just mean, like, they are as involved in whatever they're doing as people ever. They might be working harder, honestly. Yeah, because they, they can't be. ever stop yeah. <laughs> at this point. But it's it's like, um, but then there's there's the idea of working hard and working smart. Like, if you're constantly working and it's only yielding so much, perhaps you might invest your time more wisely in another pursuit. Yeah, well, I mean, to me, the issue is that it feels like a lot of people's pursuits are coalescing into one thing it feels like everyone wants to be one thing and it's like not everyone can be uh oh they want to be everything by one thing yeah i mean kind of can i ask you to be like the second episode no this is the what's it called extra time is this still extra time yeah oh okay um sorry yeah do you mean everyone wants to be everything well this is just no, not everything. Well, I mean, everyone wants to be. They want ha- They want to have access to doing everything. You know what I mean? They just want to reach a level of celebrity where they can yes. do whatever they fucking want. Everyone wants to in a lackluster way. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know about the lackluster thing, but everybody wants to get paid to be themselves. 
Yeah, and essentially. That's what it boils down to in the end. And it kind of resembles itself because uh, people have taken their style cues from drug dealers, that, uh, well, from hip hop, they got it from the drug dealers. Uh, they uh, try to, they, they then get into the world of content creation because invariably when you're in the celebrity space, you create video and photo content. So people, are, people have diversified, everybody's a photographer, everybody's a video editor, everybody's a content creator, an editor, a, a public figure. Yeah. And that's a lie. And that's a lie that's propagated by social media. No, but it's it's the bullshit though. It's um it's the meme that says uh, it's okay to be mean to white people, like uh, like it's never it's never not okay to 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 be mean to a white person, like you you you. That's why I say black fascists because you end up becoming the thing that you say that you're against. You know, it's just a joke. <laughs> you know it's mean? only it's a joke a if joke. other people laugh. I mean, it's like I don't know. Are we policing comedy? You know what I mean. You don't are find we, it. Though? You don't find it funny. So now it's like are against we, the rules. Are we? Are we policing That's comedy? Fair. Because we we are policing comedy. You can't make jokes about women or gays or blacks if you're not a woman, a gay, or black, respectively. I've seen white male comedians make jokes about all these things yes. in like. A comp- and no one said a goddamn thing. About I guess that as young. long as they don't masturbate in front of their fellow female comedians, it no, should be it's okay, just right? there's a way of making jokes about things without shitting on the things. Mm. And as long as you don't do that, it's fucking fine. I mean, shit. Look at the prison industrial complex. It's modern day slavery. No, for sure, like, but that in inordinately impacts black people, yeah. black and Latino people. Yeah, but black people more than Latino yeah. people. Pretty neck and neck, and we're not gonna do the the the, the, well, the, the pissing contest. I don't know if you look at the numbers of black people and numbers of Latino people, the averages skews way more towards black people. There's more Latinos than black people. Yeah, the, so, yeah. There's a. You know what I mean? I'm looking up black versus Hispanics U.S. prison. According to the U.S. Bureau of Justice Statistics, back in 2013, black males accounted for 37 percent of the total male population, white males 32%, and Hispanic males 22%. Yeah, that's it. But there's okay. more Hispanic yeah, males. Yeah, and now than... there's way more Hispanic males. And who knows how many of those Hispanic males are actually black people, too. Yeah, well, it just, like, extended the limits of Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like, everyone, there was, there was at no point in time when Hollywood and the idea of, like, becoming an actor or something and being famous and making a lot of money yeah. where that wasn't something everyone wanted to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was just like you realized you had a life, you know, that you had to take seriously and you made choices. That's the thing. Now it's like with social media, the limits of what Hollywood is, is like so fucking huge that any... Anyone could be a celebrity for a certain Anyone. amount of time. That's yeah. it. And everyone's pursuing it. Yeah. To a degree that's it's exhausting and yeah, and but I think people are ruining their lives a lot of the time. Like people are leaving very sad lives. I don't mean sad, yeah. pathetic. I mean like they're sad. Like no, they're, people are not miserable. doing well. Yeah, people, people are, are miserable. Kids. People with tons of money and, and the adulation of hundreds of thousands of people are, are taking their own lives at an alarming rate. No, that's and but and regular people are miserable. Like people are miserable yeah, people is what I'm miserable. starting to understand is that people because are they are so focused on this virtual life that is taking a 
life of its own that they have forgotten what the real world is and this life that we have this flesh and blood three-dimensional existence that we have is the only one that we get and if you're not making the most of it outside of the confines of the internet then you will have wasted it it's a hilarious time to bring this up because at this point we're all stuck on the internet yeah there's, there's, nothing there's much nowhere to else to go at this point <laughs> and it might never Night, and we might never yeah. get the right like they're talking about uh, uh, events like concerts and whatnot being shut down until fall 2021 of course yeah. Fam. I would do it I do 2022 just to be safe baby Fam. they're talking about 2022 even some people well, yeah there you go yeah. it's a shutdown like a lot of things are here to stay and that's why I'm like yo this video stream this live stream thing is a habit that people are going to pick up and it's only it's if you're in the if you're in the creative space it's only right that you invest in uh in learning how to get the fucking ox in on instagram swiss beats timberland pay mike's retainer you <laughs> stupid motherfuckers what's wrong with you yep uh last words anyone got any last words Oh man, no, not really. Well, I okay. This the yeah. This comes out soon. Yeah, give me uh, give me some COVID specific last yeah, words. Nothing. I just hope people are staying safe. I just hope people are thinking about how we got here, and I don't mean like a disease propagating. That's again, yeah, yeah. like I said, normal. But you know why things are like this. What you want moving forward. Consider how to get there. Consider being thinking about who you're kind to, why you're kind to them, and, you know, who you should be kind to also, and who needs protection, who doesn't need protection, what is actually worthwhile, what's not, those sorts of ideas. Okay. Well, uh, per the usual, I want to shout out all the riders for staying the fuck at home. Don't ride. Stay the fuck at home. Wash your hands, but more importantly, wash your ass. And follow us on social. At Schmings.wave, you'll see nothing there, but there I am. At Cannonhead Music, at that bit you. This might be the only time I would disagree with you and say washing your hands is probably more important than washing your ass. Yeah. It's crazy. We won't it's agree. crazy that we got here. This is no. This is this. That's the thing. This is the the changing world order, and they're trying to get it backwards. No, wash your ass. No, oh, definitely still wash your ass. Still, to this day. Yeah, but you're just at home in your own underpants, so. I mean, of course do it. Oh, uh, wash your ass. Okay. okay. Yeah. It sounds like you're saying don't wash your ass. Yeah, it sounds like you're saying I'm wallow f- in, your, in your scum. I'm firmly no. on the side of wash your ass. <laughs> no, no, I fall firmly as well on that side. But I wash will. your hands before you wash your ass, you know what I mean? And after. And, after. <laughs> and so, during. Uh, <laughs> if possible. <laughs> What about you, Mike? Oh, yeah. All right. When you find yourself sitting on a mountain and the fall chill brings the sickly sweet smell of the city burning, just remember, go south. You could probably hide in the jungle. Just remember you asked for this. Yeah, that's what you're adding. That's the addendum. <laughs> you asked for this. Just remember, Mexicans didn't cross the border. The border crossed Mexicans. <laughs>
Coin Street.